Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. NFL fans, nothing compares to being there live. What a play! Now the crowd is alive. And the NFL's biggest season ever is now ready for the postseason. It's playoff time. We got to win. NFL playoff tickets are on sale now. Don't miss your chance to be a part of the postseason action on the road to Super Bowl 56. Visit NFL.com slash tickets for a complete listing of games. That's NFL.com slash tickets. Britney Spears is finally commenting on the Framing Britney documentary. Plus, what happens when you match with Ben Affleck on a dating app? One woman is sharing her experience in a very viral TikTok. And we're breaking down the appeal of Netflix's newest hit show, Shadow and Bone, with BuzzFeed's Nora Dominic. It's May 4th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shyla Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Okay, Shyla, my mind is just like, you know, I'm just learning so many new facts right now. There's this post on BuzzFeed that was like, people are sharing industry secrets that businesses don't want you to know. And one of them is that all toothpastes are basically the same as long as they contain fluoride. And I'm like, of course they are. Of course I'm being tricked every time I go to Target. (laughs) I'm going to be looking for that because I'm very particular about my toothpaste and knowing that they're all the same is definitely going to change things for me. Like I can just grab whatever now. And you know, another one that I read that actually happened to me this morning was that secondhand shops don't wash your clothes. So, you know, maybe wash them before you donate. And for the first time ever, because I donate my clothes all the time. And the person there was like, are they clean? And I was like, yes, they are. (laughs) That's nice. And but then that also makes me worried because like, What if something is, like, really smelly, you know? Like, dirty, sure, but, like, I don't know. For your clothes. And then you go into a, like, you go into a shop and then you buy something and... I don't know. They I don't know how to relate to you right. right now with that question. I'm just staring at you. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I mean, it's just I feel like they all take on the same smell of the shop you're in. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. So let's start with Britney Spears finally commenting on those documentaries made about her life. Spoiler, she's not pleased. The singer posted a lengthy message on her Instagram writing, quote, so many documentaries about me this year with other people's takes on my life. These documentaries are so hypocritical. They criticize the media and then do the same thing. Spears had previously stated that after the New York Times release of Framing Britney Spears, she cried for two weeks straight and didn't watch it. That series, along with the BBC's new documentary titled The Battle for Britney, both explore the litigation over her conservatorship. The next hearing over said conservatorship is slated for June 23rd, and Spears is actually expected to testify. Which is truly amazing. I think people just can't wait to hear her speak for herself. And I, I think that's what she's getting at, too. All these people are talking about her when really it's like, shut up and let's listen to Britney. Yeah, you know, I kind of wonder if anyone, like, 
I don't know, like reached out or like got permission to do all of these interviews or like documentaries because it's really weird to do an entire thing about someone's life and not have their say or take on it at all. Mm. Do you know what I want, Shyla? What? Oprah. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that might be bigger than the Meghan and Harry interview. Uh, I think it would be. I think it truly would be. I, you just know that Oprah would do the interview with so much care. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what she really needs right now. And I feel like her choosing to go into an interview instead of just like the media talking about her um, would be a huge difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Shyla, moving on, I very much want to talk about the viral TikTok that user Naveen J posted. In it, she says she matched with someone claiming to be Ben Affleck on the very exclusive dating app, Raya. And she thought it was fake, so she unmatched with them. But it turns out that, nope, it really seems like it was actually Ben Affleck. <laughs> she included this video that Affleck allegedly sent to her on Instagram after she unmatched him. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> so, I just, I, I I, feel like, you know, catfishing, but catfishing with celebs, like, I don't know how I would react to getting a message from Ben Affleck. A video, too, of all things. Like, I don't know. That's just very... Uh... I, I love that, though, because I, I wonder, like, how many times he's had to send some iteration of that video to people to be like, no, it's, it's me, and I just want to date someone. <laughs> It's just weird because it's like Ben Affleck. Like he literally I know, dated J Lo. Well, like okay, how do you? Yeah. Speaking of J Lo, did you see the photo? Because he, he has been hanging out with ex fiance yes, J Lo yes. since she announced her breakup with A Rod, and paparazzi took a picture of him being picked up and dropped off at her home. And you know, according to Page Six, sources say they are just friends. But I don't know. This feels like a time in my I'm life. I'm here for it. <laughs> Like all of those like early two thousands uh-huh, relationships, uh-huh. I, I want I want that for me. Like it's less about them and <laughs> right, it's more exactly, like I need them to exactly. be together as a personal <laughs> gift to me. Yes. <laughs> So, you know what I really want to just jump into talking about, Casey, is I've been seeing all of this stuff on my timeline about darklings and, and cute goats, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I, I think it has something to do with a show called Shadow and Bone, but I don't I don't, I don't know no, anything. You, you are very correct, and I keep seeing the darkling, too, and I'm like, what the hell is a darkling? But do you know who knows about what a darkling is, Charlotte? That is our very own TV editor, Nora Dominic, who is going to help us break this down. Hi, Nora. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, so Shadow and Bone is one of the biggest shows on Netflix right now. You have been talking about it every time we've had you on the show as one of the most anticipated TV shows of the year. And now that it's here, we need to know how much do you love it? I love it so much. Uh, I think... It's a lofty thing I'm going to say, but I think it's one of my favorite book-to-show wow. adaptations. Um, I really liked it. As a book fan, they incorporated everything I hoped they would. The cast was great, and so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, for those that haven't watched it yet, i.e. me and Casey, um, <laughs> can you explain what this show is even about? Like, Tell us everything. Yeah, so it's based on um, several sets of books by Leah Bardugo. They're set in her Grisha verse. So it's basically, she's written a trilogy and two duologies, um, all set in the same world. Um, So that's what the show is kind of based on. Um, And season one follows Alina, and she's a soldier and an orphan in this world, and she's basically just trying to survive. And there's this thing called the Shadow Fold, which basically 
is what I can describe as like black mist that cuts between this world. Um, And basically as a soldier, she's tasked with going into it. And while she's in there, she unleashes this magic power. Basically now she's thrust into this world where they think she's the person they've been waiting for to kind of defeat this evil and hopefully save their countries um, and put everything back to normal. So yeah, that's kind of where it starts. It's basically a chosen one kind of story. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay, I followed that. I followed that, and it kind of seemed actually like the Golden Compass TV adaptation. Yes. Yes. You were describing the plot, and I was like, I feel like I know this plot. (laughs) Yes, totally. It's like kind of the same vibe. Is that the one, like, would you say that the Golden Compass is like the most similar you would say it's to? Or like, is there another show or movie that we're like, oh, this is kind of similar? Yeah, I would definitely compare it, like Casey said, to his Dark Materials the most. Um, It's kind of very similar. A lot of people have been doing kind of the Game of Thrones-y kind of vibe, just in terms of like a book adaptation. The Witcher is another one that's been thrown out. Not a very well-known show, but A Discovery of Witches, I think, is pretty similar as well. So unlike Game of Thrones, this one has more of like the magic elements of like the Golden Compass while also being like set in the past and that kind of thing. All right, well, we'll be right back to talk even more about the book turned TV series. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thursday, February 10th, kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player, delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, presented by Nationwide, and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022, delivered with Uber Eats, will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign, Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. Welcome back. We're talking with Nora Dominic about Netflix's adaptation of Shadow and Bone. Now, we need to talk about a couple of the characters that fans have really fallen in love with because I have seen a lot of thirsty headlines about the Darkling. I don't know what a Darkling is, but people are sexually (laughs) attracted to it. Netflix seems to have realized, you know, that they need to put at least one very hot man in each of their original series. What's the reaction been like to the character? Well, first of all, I love Ben Barnes ever since like the Prince Caspian days. So we're Mm, really thriving over here. Um, But basically he plays General Kerrigan slash the Darkling. Um, He's, you know, a morally gray character that people absolutely loves in the books. And my absolutely favorite thing about this is that Lee Bardugo, who wrote the books and fans have been fan casting Ben Barnes in this role on like Tumblr since like 2012. And Ben Barnes, when he rolled into the audition, was like, 
I'm ready because I've I'm literally this character and so he <laughs> he loves the books himself he's obsessed with the character and he basically used a tumblr fan cast to get himself cast in this role so it's like everything is so great about it he's amazing he's perfect for the role um he's basically you know he plays the morally gray kind of villain character that everybody ships the lead with because of course you do and yeah <laughs> is that what a darkling is so in the book, that's his name. You don't find out his real name until the end. So they changed that for the show. But basically his character can like manipulate like shadows and that kind of thing. Whereas Alina, who's the lead, is a sun summoner. So they're basically two halves of the same coin, if you will. Love that. Ship yeah. that thing okay. yeah. I already yeah. feel the sexual tension. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we love it. We love it. <laughs> So what about Milo the goat? We're going from a darkling to Milo the goat. I don't get what's happening. Who is Milo? Milo is quite literally a goat. Um, (laughs) He is only in the show. It is literally this goat that three of the characters, they're called the crows, and they're kind of on... They're on this journey to kind of kidnap Alina in this, in season one. And basically, I can describe it as, you know, the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy where Rocket's like, I need a leg and I need that guy's eye and I need like all this stuff. So as these three characters are trying to cross the fold, the guy that's taking them there is like, we need a goat and we need this and we need that. So now they have this goat that they're kind of taking with them on this journey. And it's literally a goat. That's literally it. But he's become and the like... Goat, and the goat doesn't talk. The goat it's just doesn't a goat. talk. It is quite literally a little goat, and he's in maybe three episodes. And fans just like loved these characters with this goat. Okay, okay, wait. But wow. I, this might be a spoiler, but I need to know: the goat is safe, right? Nothing happens. The goat, the goat is fine. There is no goat death. We are all good. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. That's very My, to me. Milo makes it out of the first eight episodes. Do not worry. Okay, that's very good to know. Um, so. You mentioned before Lee Bardugo, the author of the series, and you actually had the opportunity to sit down with her and Eric Heiser, the executive producer and writer of the show, to talk about bringing the books to Netflix. So what did they tell you about the process of pitching Netflix, this amazing book series? Yeah, so it was really interesting because Eric came from a place as a fan. He talked about how he had been reading a lot for work and trying to find his next project. He wrote Arrival with Amy Adams. So basically, he was trying to find his next project and his friend offered uh, recommended six of crows which is um one of lee's books in this series he loved it and he quite literally reached out to her on twitter and was just like hey this is amazing and at the time lee was working with netflix and they were trying to find a really great showrunner and she was like hey the dude that wrote arrival loves these books and he keeps tweeting about them he might be really great so that's how their relationship started lee kind of talked about how they would had offers to do this as a movie and that kind of thing and she didn't really feel at home until they hit netflix because I think like we've talked about with other shows, Netflix and shows in general, when you're adapting a book, gives you that length. You're not trying to cram everything in in two hours. And then Eric was really important because originally Netflix only had the rights to her first trilogy, but he really liked Six of Crows and the next duology. And he loved the characters in that world. So he really pushed Netflix to get the rights for all of her books. Um, so they're able to combine these series people love into one show. That brings me to my next thing. So, I mean, you have all of these books, and it seems like it wasn't just one series 
per season. It seems like they combine some books for the first season. So do we think that that's going to affect the possibility of a season two? Do we think it'll get renewed? What are your thoughts? I'm hoping it gets renewed. Um, so basically, the Six of Crows characters that they kind of mushed into Shadow and Bone, the first season basically acts as a prequel. We're seeing stuff, if you're a book fan, we're seeing stuff that we'd only heard about. And we'd, we're seeing new storylines. Um, and basically, at the end of season one, we kind of get to the starting point of their stories in Six of Crows and moving forward. And then in terms of Alina and the Darkling and the Shadow and Bone story, we've only covered book one out of the three. So in my mind, we would definitely be getting a season two i would hope and we'll be able to explore book two of shadow and bone and then as well as kind of starting to dive into the six of crows story so they have a lot of book available to them and i'm hoping season two is where we'll start getting more of it as well you know what nora i am gonna watch a show but get i know ready you are for, get for, oh, thanks nora. <laughs> but get ready for me to text you the entire time yes of course please do about milo the goat exclusively and, no and those yes. are gonna be shyla's texts yeah yeah, yeah. Milo's yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the goat is so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been talking about Milo the goat so much that I'm starting to get Instagram ads for like goat yoga, and I can what? only I can only attribute it to me texting everybody I know about Milo the goat. That's so that's where we're at. I love okay. that. Okay, okay, Nora. Before you go, yes. this has nothing to do with Shadow <laughs> Bone, but I also promise you it's not about Elliot Stabler's butt. I promise okay. it's All not. Right. All right. Okay. Oh, so yes, we're so, not going back there. <laughs> So Dang. yesterday, yesterday we had Allie Hayes on the show to talk about Marvel, and she deemed you the Easter Bunny for being wow. able to see every single Easter egg in a promo. So we want to wow, know: wow. was there anything that we missed from yesterday in the new Marvel promo? Listen, I was overwhelmed <laughs> at Monday at eight a.m. Um, it was a lot, um, but yeah, I mean, we got our first look at some of the Eternals footage. I'm sure Allie talked about that a lot, um, which was great, and we were able to see a little bit of that. There's, I'm very curious because in the in- Eternals section, you can see there's like a cameraman at the <laughs> corner, and I trust Marvel enough that that's not like a Game of Thrones cup, you know? Right, yeah. Like it's purposely there, so I'm like, I'm really curious what that's about. That was one thing I was looking at. And then in terms of I'm really excited for Captain Marvel too. It's because I love Captain Marvel. So that getting named the Marvels is super exciting. And actually in the logo, you can see that it's the Captain Marvel logo, part of Miss Marvel's logo. And then if you look really close, you can see just like a white triangle shape and that's Photon's logo. So that's Monica Rambeau. Nora, what's wrong with you? I literally, when I asked this this question, I was thinking, you know what? She might not have an answer because literally it was just flashes of the title. I got you. Somehow you found that. I got you. What I love is that Allie also talked about fonts for a very long time. Yeah, she did talk about the font. (laughs) She said she loved the font choices for for the movies. They're so important. They're so important. Now I know. Yeah, you got to look at them always. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Nora. It was a blast as always. Thanks so much for having me again. All right, that's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, every toothpaste is the same. Just check for fluoride and save some coin. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, what's up? This is Robin Dixon, co-host of Reasonably Shady, which has just been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Arts and Entertainment Podcast category. This is so big for Giselle and I. And of course, we must thank all of our fantastic listeners. But we need your help. Visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for Reasonably Shady. That's vote.naacpimageawards.net. But don't wait. Voting closes on February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And make sure to listen to Reasonably Shady every single Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635-635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. 